From the Amazon to the Himalayas, God is accomplishing his mission. Welcome to Amazon to the Himalayas podcast, stories and conversations with the global church and for the global church about the mission of God in the world. And now here is your host, Paul Aiken. Welcome to Amazon to the Himalayas podcast. I'm your host, Paul Aiken. And in this episode, we're going to be having a conversation with two leaders who live and serve in Brazil. One is a native to Brazil, Fernando Brandao, and the other is an adopted son of Brazil, Guy Key. Both brothers are good friends and men that I deeply admire and respect. Fernando currently serves as the executive director for the Brazilian Baptist National Mission Board. The Brazilian Baptist Convention is made up of more than 12,000 churches, and Fernando is responsible for the domestic mission strategy and focus across Brazil. Guy is a second-generation IMB missionary and a global catalyst for Brazil. Guy and his wife, Elena, a third-generation missionary, serve churches and pastors all across Brazil. In 2017, I had the privilege and opportunity to spend some time in Brazil with both Fernando and Guy and see how the Lord is at work in Brazil. I'm really grateful for these brothers and really excited for you to hear from them today. Fernando and Guy, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure. Hi, my friend, Paul Aiken. It's a pleasure to share with you, to share with your podcast. My friend Guy, a great missionary in Brazil. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Paul, for uh, allowing us to be a part of your podcast today. It's a, a, a privilege and an honor to serve the Lord in Brazil and uh, a privilege to be able to be with you today. Perfect. I want to begin with some some background on Brazil and Baptist work in Brazil. But first, before we, we do that, I want to hear both of you share your testimony. Uh, I, I'd love to hear, I'd love for you to share with our listeners how God saved you. So maybe we'll start with Fernando and then go to Guy. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. I am so happy to share my testimony about my story of life, because my, my story of life is connected with the American Baptists. My story of life is fruit of the vision, missionary vision of the American Baptists. I, I am thankful so much because God, God sent missionaries to Brazil. And I will, I will love to share my testimony because the American Baptist Church, the seminaries in America, the pastors and missionaries are responsible for my life, my spiritual life. I am here. I can speak for you. I can, I can, I can testimony for you because one day, missionaries, Baptist missionaries from America came to Brazil. In 1882, the Zachary State came to Brazil. In 1881, the Baptists came to Brazil. They went to my state in northeastern of Brazil. Bahia is my state. I was a teenager. 14 years old when 
I knew Jesus Christ as my Savior. I was a Catholic, Catholic family. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know Jesus Christ as Savior. I didn't know the cross. And one day I saw clear the God's message on the cross. Jesus is the Savior. And I received Jesus Christ as my Savior and transformed my life, my friend, my family forever. I was living in Bahia, state, missionary state, when, when uh, where Taylor's and Bagby's came 135 years ago. It's wonderful. So my family, my family is very, very thankful for the American Baptists. Taylor, Taylor started a college, a school, a high school in my city. And I studied in the, the, the college, high school college in my, my city. So now I am missionary. I am pastor. I am president of the Brazilian Home Mission Board. I studied in a, at, at a seminary in Minas Gerais. The American missionary started that seminary. So my life, Jesus Christ transformed my life because American missionary came, came to Brazil and preached and shared. I was baptized for Jerry Smith. He, he, he was a missionary. He, he, he passed away. His wife discipled me. His name, Francis Smith, when I was teenager. So now God is using my life to preach, to share the gospel in Brazil, to plant church. We have a great visit to plant new church in Brazil. So thank you so much, you, your church, the seminaries in the United States, IMB, thank you so much. I am here as a Christian because the American, um, the American Baptists had a great vision, a great missionary vision years ago. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord, Fernando. Thank you for, for sharing just how you are in many ways, yeah, a product of uh, the faithfulness of Baptists who have come before us, who decided to go to Brazil, take the good news of the gospel, and and now 135, 140 years later, we, we get to celebrate the work that the Lord has done in your life and across Brazil. So thank you for sharing. Guy, I would love for you to share as well just your salvation story and maybe kind of connected with that. Tell us how you got to Brazil. Well, um, uh, as you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, uh, I'm a second-generation missionary but wanted to share with the people that are listening here that I learned as a, a young boy that God does not have grandchildren. Okay, just because my parents were Christians, that didn't mean that I had uh, my way paved by them uh, for me to get into heaven. So I participated uh, when I was 14 years old of the very first MK camp uh, in modern language, that is KCK, third culture kid. But in my day, it was called MK, missionary kid 
uh, MK Camp for teenagers. Uh, and this was in the interior of the state of Sao Paulo uh, at a Baptist camp. And there were about 40 MKs that participated, uh, teenagers that participated in that camp. And uh, it was at that camp that I realized that I was not a Christian, even though I grew up in church, but I needed to have my own experience with Christ. And I prayed and received Christ and asked him to forgive me of my sins and become my Savior and Lord at that point. My life was forever transformed uh, at that juncture. And, uh, and many of those MKs today uh, are spread across the globe. Uh, maybe they're not missionaries, but they are uh, uh, carriers of the good news of Jesus Christ because they are faithful Christians in whatever line of work they are involved in. Then you ask, how did we get to Brazil? Well, um, uh, it's, it's very common for missionary children uh, when they finish high school to go to the States and go to college. And uh, it was in my senior year um, uh, in high school here in Brazil that the Lord began to deal with me about his calling on my life. And so I went to a Southern Baptist uh, college uh, in the States and graduated from there, went to seminary. And uh, then from there, uh, pastored in Little Rock, Arkansas for a time. And then uh, uh, also in Texas, in Greenville, Texas, uh, before being appointed uh, in 1984, uh, along with Elena, my wife, uh, and we've been in Brazil almost 37 years as uh, missionaries. Praise the Lord. It's always encouraging to hear when when God, you know, saves uh, an MK and then gives them a vision and a passion to, to go back to that same location where, where they were saved to continue on the work. And so thank you for sharing that with us. Fernando, I appreciate you sharing your, your testimony in English. I know that, that you were, you know, maybe not 100% comfortable doing that, but I think you did a great job. But to, to ease your, your, uh, your thoughts moving forward, we can do some translation through Guy if you would like to, if you feel more comfortable with that. But I want to hear your thoughts on this next question. Can you share just briefly some of the history of the, the Baptist work in Brazil, kind of, you know, from, back from what you mentioned at the beginning up to the modern day? And then I want to hear some of what God's doing uh, today. But first, can you tell us some of that background? Thank you, Paul. I'm sorry, I'm not fluent in English. I am, I'm, I'm trying to improve my English every day. I read the Bible. I am praying English. Oh, sorry. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's more comfortable to me if I share in Portuguese in my modern language. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for your comprehension. Okay. 13 anos atrás, 13 years ago, eu morava na, em Brasília, na capital do Brasil. Uh, I lived in Brasília, the capital of Brazil. Eu trabalhava como executivo num banco federal. And I worked as an executive uh, in a federal bank. Por 20 anos eu trabalhei neste banco. For 20 years I, I served in that role in the bank. Eu também era pastor. And I was also a pastor. Eu era bivocacional. I was bivocational. Trabalhava muito. I worked very, very intensely. 
E a minha igreja estava plantando muitas igrejas. And uh, the church that I pastored uh, had many church plants going on during my time. No Brasil e fora do Brasil. Uh, in Brazil and out, outside of Brazil. A igreja estava com 38 projetos missionários. Uh, our church was involved in 38 different uh, uh, missionary projects. E eu sentia que estava realizado na vida. And I felt very fulfilled in uh, what I was doing. Eu estava com 38 anos de idade. I was 38 years old at the time. Com três filhos. Three children. Minha esposa. My wife. Estava feliz. I was very happy. Um emprego federal muito bom. Uh, it, with a, a secular job that was very good. Com um salário muito alto. Uh, with a, a, a high paying salary. E com uma igreja crescendo. And with the church growing. Uma boa equipe missionária. A very great strategy missionary a group working, uh, we were working with. E eu dava graças a Deus. And I was praising the Lord. Porque eu tinha construído uma zona de conforto. Uh, because I had built a, uh, a comfort zone. Os meus filhos estudavam numa escola muito boa. My children studied in very good schools. Mas Deus começou a mudar minha história. But God began to change my story. Então eu recebi um convite para ser missionário, liderar a junta de missões nacionais no Brasil. And so I was invited to be a missionary to, to lead the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board. E foi uma grande luta. And it was a, a big uh, struggle. Porque eu tinha que começar tudo de novo. Because I was going to have to start all over again. Então eu deixei o banco. And so I left the bank uh, executive job. Deixei a igreja como pastor. I left that local church that I pastored. Então mudei para o Rio de Janeiro. I moved to the city of Rio. E perdi quase 80% do meu salário. And I, I lost about 80% of my uh, financial support making that decision. Porque Deus tinha um chamado missionário para mim. Because God had a missionary call on my life. E era muito claro multiplicar discípulos e plantar igrejas. And it was a very clear call: uh, multiply disciples and plant new churches. E formar uma nova geração. And de, start a new generation. De líderes missionários. Uh, of leaders and missionaries in Brazil. Então o nosso trabalho em missões nacionais nesses últimos 13 anos. And so our work with uh, the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board in the last 13 years. É multiplicar discípulos e plantar igrejas. Is to multiply disciples and to plant new churches. Encorajar, encorajar as igrejas, encorajar e treinar as igrejas batistas para multiplicar discípulos e plantar igrejas. Encourage uh, and lead out in, in helping the local Baptist churches to, to uh, uh, make disciples and to plant also new churches. Atualmente nós somos 14 mil igrejas batistas em todo o Brasil. So today there are some 14,000 Baptist churches in, in Brazil. Só lembrando que quem começou isso foi um missionário chamado Bagby e Taylor, os missionários Bagby e Taylor. Uh, so just reminding uh, the folks that are hearing us that this all started with two missionary couples, the Bagbys and the Taylors. Hoje somos mais de dois milhões e meio de batistas. Uh, today we are over 2.5 million Baptists in Brazil. Mas nós temos um sonho. But we do have a dream. Nós no Brasil somos 210 milhões de pessoas. Uh, there are 210 million people that live in Brazil. Então nós queremos ter uma igreja batista para cada grupo de 10 mil pessoas. We have a, a goal of establishing one church for every 10,000 people. 
Nós temos 14 mil. We have 14,000 churches today. Então faltam 7 mil. So we lack seven more thousand uh, churches. Então nos próximos cinco anos. So in the next five years, nós estaremos focados. We are going to be focused in nesse objetivo and on this goal of planting seven thousand. Nós estamos orando muito. We are praying the whole lot. Todos os dias eu reúno a minha equipe para orar por uma hora. Every day I uh, I get together my staff and we pray for one hour. Todos os missionários no Brasil param para orar seis da tarde até sete da noite. And all the missionaries across Brazil stop at six o'clock in the evening, and we have a prayer time, a national prayer time from six to seven. Nós temos mais de cinco mil pessoas todos os dias parando uma hora para orar. We have more than five thousand people that uh, stop from six to seven every day and pray uh, for this harvest. And this is the time that God has given us uh, for us to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Esse é o tempo de colheita. This is a time of uh, harvest. Nós temos muitos jovens se apresentando para missões nacionais para serem missionários pelo Brasil. We have a lot of young people that are presenting themselves to the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board to become missionaries. E, e deixe-me falar com você que está nos assistindo agora como nós temos convicção disso. And let me share with you how we have great conviction of this. O ano passado foi um ano muito um ano complicado, muito com muitos problemas. Uh, last year, 2020 was a very challenging and difficult year. O mundo parou. Uh, the world kind of stopped. A pandemia para o mundo. The pa pandemic really struck the world. Mas nós tomamos uma decisão. But we we made a decision. Que quem definiria o ritmo da obra missionária não seria o vírus, mas o Espírito Santo. But we sensed that uh, uh, who was going to define the progress of the work was not going to be this virus, but was going to be the Holy Spirit. Então nós oramos, começamos a orar muito. And so we began to pray and pray a lot. E o ano passado nós conseguimos enviar cinco equipes de missionários, 132 novos missionários. So uh, we were able to send, send out 132 new missionaries. Foi algo extraordinário. It was fantastic. E muitos batismos nos campos missionários. And a lot of baptisms across Brazil. E muitas pessoas falavam que estavam tendo dificuldades financeiras. And a lot of our people were saying, we have uh, uh, challenges and difficulties financially. Algumas empresas quebraram. Uh, a lot of companies uh, broke financially. Mas deixe-me falar uma coisa extraordinária para você. But let me tell you something fantastic that happened. Sabe qual foi o melhor ano financeiramente para nós as emissões nacionais nos últimos cinco anos? Do you know which which year was the best year financially for the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board in the last five years? 2020. 2020. It's a miracle. A miracle. Deus deixou claro para nós. God uh, uh, revealed us clearly. Nós precisamos avançar. We need to advance the cause of God. O Brasil precisa de uma palavra profética. Uh, Brazil needs a prophetic word. E a palavra profética que é a esperança. And the uh, prophetic word is that there is hope. E a esperança está em Jesus. And the hope is in Jesus Christ. E vocês em missões nacionais têm que trabalhar muito. And he said you and the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board need to work very hard. E começamos a trabalhar pela internet. And we begin to work through the internet. 
marcamos uma conferência evangelística pela internet. And we established a an evangelistic uh, effort uh, on the internet. E na primeira noite tinha mais de 70 mil pessoas conectadas no YouTube, no Facebook, nas transmissões cruzadas. And uh, that first night of this evangelistic effort, we had 70,000 people attending this effort in many different social medias. Foi sexta noite, sábado à noite, domingo à noite. It was uh, Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday night. E na última noite no domingo. And on Sunday night, the last night. Tínhamos mais de 100 mil pessoas. We had over 100,000 people uh, on uh, the internet. E no final eu disse se você aceitar Jesus agora, eu estou colocando o número do meu telefone para você mandar uma mensagem para mim, eu quero orar com você. E eu quero é, mandar uma mensagem de encorajamento para você. And uh, that night, then at the end, I made an appeal, uh, a gospel presentation appeal for people to accept Christ, and I gave them my personal cell phone number. E eu recebi muitas mensagens, centenas de mensagens. I received hundreds of messages on my cell phone. A conferência terminou era oito e meia da noite. Uh, the, the meeting finished online at 8:30 in the evening. E eu fiquei até as duas horas da manhã. And I stayed on uh, until two o'clock in the morning. Respondendo, respondendo as mensagens. Answering the uh, the calls. E a minha esposa me perguntava o que aconteceu. And my wife said, what happened? Porque eu estava no telefone e eu chorava e orava, mandava mensagens. And, and I was on the phone and I was weeping and I was sharing and hearing uh, the transformation of life. Eu disse para ela, está tendo uma grande colheita no Brasil. Uh, we are having, I told my wife, we're having a, a great uh, response to the gospel. Isso foi em junho. That was in June of 2020. Em outubro, nós marcamos outra. In October, we, we decided to have another evangelistic effort. E nós vimos a glória de Deus. And we saw the glory of God. Muitos testemunhos, muitas pessoas aceitando Jesus. A lot of testimonies, a lot of people accepting Jesus. Um jovem mandou uma mensagem para mim. One young person uh, sent me a message. Nesta noite eu ia tirar minha vida. Uh, he said, I was going to take my life tonight. Mas eu estou entregando minha vida a Jesus. Por favor, ore por mim agora, porque eu quero receber Jesus como meu Salvador. Uh, but uh, tonight, instead of taking my life, I am giving my life to the Lord Jesus. Pray for me as I'm accepting Jesus in my heart. Ok, eu poderia compartilhar muito mais com você. I could share many other stories. Mas eu quero só dizer uma coisa sobre o nosso trabalho em missões nacionais. But I want to share one more thing about the work at Home Missions here. Nós temos nós temos convicção que Deus está fazendo uma grande obra no Brasil. We have convictions in our heart that God is doing a great work here. E a nossa estratégia é. And our strategy is. Primeiro de tudo. First of all things, muita oração. A lot of prayer. Nós cremos no poder do Espírito. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit through prayer. Formamos líderes, jovens missionários. Uh, we are also training up uh, uh, young missionaries. Neste momento nós estamos treinando 301 jovens. Uh, today we are training in our training program. We're training 301 New workers that are young people in Brazil. Norte, sul, centro-oeste, nordeste. We have them in different areas of Brazil: north, south, central, and northeast. Então estamos focados na evangelização no discipulado. And we are again involved in discipleship and uh, planting churches. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all. Wow. Uh, anyway, Paul. Uh, 
Fernando does not need a translator. He speaks English fluently, and uh, I'm just kind of a sidekick here, just enjoying being with him. <laughs> wow. He's my friends. Praise the Lord for, for all the encouraging things. I, I appreciate, you know, Fernando, you giving us that context of, you know, 13 years ago, you're serving as an executive at a bank and, and the Lord does a work in your heart. And, and through all of that, you lose, you know, a lot of income and a variety of other things, but you know that the Lord wants to use you. And now you fast forward 13 years later and you guys are training and sending out missionaries and the Lord is blessing you financially in in a pandemic year, in one of the most difficult years, the Lord is blessing you abundantly. And so thank you for just giving us some context and sharing all the exciting things that the Lord is doing there in Brazil. I want to shift gears a little bit and hear from both you and Guy as we think about uh, the state of the church in Brazil. So you mentioned, you know, there's there's 14,000 churches, at least associated with the the, the the Baptist work there, and and you're hoping and praying for 7,000 more. You want to get to 21,000 churches. But as you think about the church in Brazil, the Baptist church, and maybe even just broader, the evangelical church in Brazil, I want to ask, what encourages you? Uh, and then we'll, we'll answer that, and then after that we'll come and look at the other side of the question, what concerns you uh, about what you're seeing? But first, I want to start with, as you think about the church in Brazil, uh, the evangelical church what encourages you uma das coisas que mais me encoraja neste tempo no brasil one of the things that most encourages me at this time in brazil é a visão missionária is do povo batista is the vision missionary vision of uh, the the people of brazil paixão missionária a passion for missions muitos vocacionados a lot of uh, people that are, are sensing the call of God in their lives. And I'm encouraged because I see the Holy Spirit working in the churches. And the young people are responding to the call of God. E eu vejo muitas pessoas ofertando também para missões. And I see a lot of people giving financially to the support of mission work. E muitos líderes envolvidos com a multiplicação de discípulos. And a lot of leaders involved in multiplying disciples. Muitas igrejas com pequenos grupos nas casas para evangelizar. And a lot of people developing uh, the small group concept in the church and uh, reaching their neighbors with the gospel. E muitas igrejas com um programa de plantação de novas igrejas. And a lot of churches are uh, uh, sensing from the Holy Spirit that they need to plant other churches. E eu posso ver na internet muita gente compartilhando o evangelho pelas redes sociais. And I see the gospel as never before being presented uh, on the internet. Eu sinto que a igreja brasileira está é, é focada na evangelização. And I sense that the Brazilian church is really focused in on evangelism. Uh, o, o outro desafio é que nós precisamos pregar a palavra, ensinar a palavra e termos igrejas centradas na Bíblia. And another thing that I sense is that the churches are really hungry uh, for the message of the Bible. In other words, the concentration, the focus of preaching the word. Os seminários precisam formar pastores bíblicos. Uh, our seminaries in Brazil need to train up men that will become 
Bible preachers. Porque o que mais precisa neste país é a Bíblia, a palavra de Deus. Because what we need most in Brazil is the Bible, is the message of the Bible. Eu tenho uma sala de oração todos os dias. I have a, a prayer uh, hour every day. E é transmitido no canal de YouTube de Missões Nacionais. And it's on the YouTube channel of, uh, of the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board. E o número do meu celular é, é público no Brasil. And the, the number of my cell phone is public across Brazil. Todos têm meu número, eu compartilho para todo mundo. Ever, ever, I share that phone number with everybody. E eu recebo, eu recebo milhares de mensagens. And I receive thousands of responses. E as pessoas estão com sede da Bíblia. Uh, people are hungry for the message of the Bible. As pessoas querem a palavra de Deus, o poder de Deus na sua casa, na sua família. They want uh, the transforming power of the Bible in their homes, in their marriages, in their families. Na próxima terça-feira. Next Tuesday. Nós temos feriado no Brasil. We have a holiday in Brazil. E nós teremos uma vigília de oração 24 horas orando sem parar. And, and we are going to have on that holiday 24 hours of prayer going on. Talvez nos seus ouvidos soem como essas pessoas são loucas. Uh, maybe from your ears that you're hearing this message, message you'd say, you people in Brazil are crazy. E nós estamos loucos mesmo. Você, está, I, você tem razão. And I would say to you, yes, you, you, uh, you're right, we are crazy. As pessoas perguntam, o que você vai fazer no próximo feriado? And uh, the people are asking me, uh, what are you going to do on the next uh, uh, holiday? Eu falei, nós vamos orar. I said, we're going to pray. 24 horas sem parar. 24 hours without stopping. Nós temos mais de 18 mil pessoas já cadastradas conosco para essa, essa vigília we, de oração. We have 18,000 people across Brazil that are going to be participating in this prayer vigil. Começaremos segunda-feira, seis da tarde, até seis da tarde, We're going to start on Monday uh, at six o'clock in the evening and go through Tuesday, which is a holiday, until six o'clock in the evening. E vamos encerrar com um grande programa evangelístico. And then we're going to finish that uh, prayer vigil with a great evangelism uh, moment. E estamos orando porque vai ser um dia de colheita. And it's going to be a time of... Uh, of uh, receiving uh, new people with the gospel. Ah, estamos pedindo para as pessoas convidarem os seus familiares, os filhos não crentes, as pessoas que não são crentes na sua família. Uh, we are asking people to invite their their uh, family members that aren't Christian to be a part of this. Mas eu tenho algumas preocupações com a igreja no Brasil. But I also have some uh, concerns about the church in Brazil. Ah, a igreja perdeu o foco. Uh, that some churches have lost their focus. Há muita discussão política no Brasil e no mundo. Uh, there's a lot of discussion from churches about politics, not only in Brazil, but in the world. Às vezes eu vejo alguns, alguns grandes líderes mais envolvidos com discussões políticas do que com a pregação da palavra de Deus. I see some of our leaders, uh, Christian leaders in Brazil, more concerned about a, a political platform discussion rather than a Bible a platform discussion. Tem líderes gastando o seu tempo, as suas energias, para defender posições políticas, ideológicas, do que defender a palavra de Deus. Uh, and so they're spending a lot of their effort and time and energy on defending a political position rather than defending a Bible position. E algumas pessoas estão iludidas com a política. And uh, many of our people in Brazil are disillusioned with politics. Right? Alguns pastores deixam a sua igreja para se candidatarem a um cargo político. Uh, some of our pastors have left the pulpit and are now trying to become politicians. 
Eu acho que isso não é bom. And I don't think that that's a very good strategy. A minha grande preocupação é, é perdermos o foco. And my big concern is that we lose the focus. E uma outra coisa que me preocupa. And another thing that concerns me. As pessoas acharem que Jesus não vai voltar. Uh, is, is that a lot of Christians don't think that Jesus is coming back? Estamos mais Maybe que... not coming back very soon. Estamos cri... querendo criar um mundo de paz, um mundo de prosperidade aqui. And it seems like all the effort seems to go towards a, a prosperity uh, a situation in the world, a world of peace right now here. E nós sabemos que isso não vai acontecer. And we know that that is not going to happen. Só teremos isso quando Jesus voltar. Uh, we will only know peace uh, and uh, prosperity when Jesus comes back. A nossa missão é fazer discípulos, é proclamar o evangelho, fazer discípulos até que ele volte. And our mission is to make disciples and to preach the gospel until the Lord Jesus comes back. Bom, vocês já perceberam que eu gosto de falar muito e eu falo muito empolgado. Uh, you can tell that I enjoy uh, sharing these views and I get pretty excited about it. Agradeço, Paul, por sua paciência comigo. Thank you, Paul, for your patience with me. No, no, that's so good. It's so helpful to hear, you know, both on the encouragement side, but then on the concern side as well. And and Guy, I'm sure that, that you resonate with much of what Fernando just shared, but I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. You have a unique perspective having been there now for several decades to kind of see what's been happening in the church in Brazil. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the same question. What what encourages you from what you see, but then what concerns would you have as well? Uh, the pandemic has, has caused people to uh, really consider uh, prayer as the number one strategy of the Christian life. And so I've been a part of many of these prayer meetings and it's so exciting to see the way the Lord answers prayer. We've seen many of our brothers and sisters go to heaven through the pandemic, but the, the, the church has not uh, stepped back. It's continued strong. And uh, these brothers and sisters are already experiencing the first moments of eternity, which is uh, the goal that we all have uh, is to be in heaven. And so uh, uh, prayer would be something that I would, would say that has been incredible. The other thing that the Brazilian church has, has done through the pandemic has uh, learned more about the internet and uh, using that as a tool to reach so many people. These uh, prayer meetings, uh, you just can't imagine the number of, of, of faces in these Zoom calls that we have. I mean, so many, many faces and uh, from all over Brazil. And uh, it is so beautiful to know that Brazil is uh, not a third world country. It's a, a country that's, that's an industrial hub of the world and has a lot of technology going. And so we're thankful for this tool, this way of, of being able to share the gospel. Uh, the church has not lost uh, its vision as far as uh, uh, crossing the arms and saying, well, we're just gonna have to wait. No, uh, like Pastor Fernando said, we're moving forward. And it's very, very exciting uh, to see that. 
Yeah. E este ano nós teremos, nomearemos os primeiros missionários virtuais. É inédito. Ok, uh, he's saying that uh, uh, they're going to, uh, they are going to nominate their first uh, virtual missionaries from the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board in 2021. In other words, uh, probably no other organization yet has has nominated virtual missionaries, but this the Brazilian Home Mission Board is doing that. So uh, these are things that are, are very, very positive. Uh, on the negative side, I would say to you, and he's already alluded to this, is that uh, <clears throat> Brazil is very influenced by materialism and by a life of ease and uh, comfort. And like uh, Pastor Fernando said, our goal is heaven. And uh, that's where we need to put our money, our effort uh, in, uh, in heaven and not so much in the comforts of uh, this world. So uh, I do see that as a, as a huge uh, barrier uh, that we all uh, face in a free world like Brazil lives in and uh, that the Lord would have mercy on us. When I look at our brothers and sisters in uh, Asia uh, that are not even willing to stop for a meal, but are so hungry for the word of God, we in Brazil with the freedoms that we have, we need to see our people having that same hunger uh, for the word of God. Amen. I appreciate you you sharing that perspective as well. This next question is going to be a little bit more more personal in nature, but I really I want to hear from both of you. So we'll go Fernando first, and then Guy. It's a question I ask everybody that I interview, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Day after day, week after week, and month after month, what keeps you doing what you're doing, and why are you giving your life to this work? Ah, primeiro de tudo porque Jesus deu a vida dele por mim na cruz. First of all, because Jesus uh, gave his life for me on the cross. E ele, ele me chamou para fazer isso que eu estou fazendo. And he called me to do what I'm doing today. E se precisar morrer por isso, eu vou fazer isso. And if I have to die for this, I will die for this. Eu tenho muito claro o chamado de Deus para minha vida. I have a very clear uh, a call on my life. Eu coloquei a minha vida e a minha família nisso. And I put my life and my family's life uh, in, in this work. O que mais me deixa feliz hoje é ver pessoas recebendo Jesus como Salvador. And uh, the greatest joy is to see people uh, turning to Jesus and accepting Jesus in their hearts. E meu sonho é plantar milhares de igrejas no Brasil. And my dream is to see thousands of churches being planted across Brazil. Alcançar todos que não foram alcançados no meu país. Uh, uh, reaching every last one in this country that has not been reached yet. Deus me chamou para fazer isso e eu sou feliz fazendo o que Deus me chamou. And uh, God called me to this and I'm very uh, satisfied and fulfilled in this call. Eu aprendi que a plenitude da vida está na vontade de Deus. And I understand that the 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 uh, plenitude of of of, of uh, life, uh, the satisfaction in life is uh, is serving the Lord. As duas coisas que me mantêm focados, focado todos os dias. And uh, the, the the two things that happen to me every day to keep me focused. Eu olho para a cruz e vejo o grande amor de Deus. Uh, I look to the cross and see the great love of God. 
e eu olho para o mundo e vejo milhões de pessoas sem Cristo. And I look at the world and see uh, millions of people without hope. E Jesus nos enviou para pregar, para compartilhar. And, and, and Jesus sent us to the world to preach and to teach. Isso me mantém motivado e focado. And this keeps me focused and motivated. Eu conheço a minha missão. I know my mission. E eu estou pronto para dar a minha vida por isso. And I, uh, I'm willing to give my life for that. Uh, on my end, I, I would say ditto to the what he's shared. Uh, it's it's not really that different, uh, but uh, the cross as being the center of my life. And every day as I read scripture and meditate on scripture and pray, uh, the cross ever becomes a stronger uh, focus as to what God has done for me personally and for the world. And then also seeing the world and the challenges of the world. Uh, uh, really, Paul, many days I just have to turn off the news uh, because the news from the world is very bleak and uh, there is no hope. But in Jesus, there is hope. And so uh, that is what makes me uh, not not just roll out of bed, but jump out of bed every day because it's worth it to see one more person come to Christ as Lord and Savior and become a true disciple. And as a disciple, become a missionary serving the Lord, uh, uh, not only in Brazil, but uh, we have also uh, Brazilians that serve across the world. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord for both of you guys sharing that. This is the last question. I uh, would love to hear from both of you on this. What is one thing you want everyone listening to this podcast to know or to do? Please, please, I beg you pray for us. Please pray for me, for my family. Please pray for all missionaries, young missionaries. Please pray for mission fields in north of Brazil, south of Brazil, southeast, in Middle East. Please pray for us. Don't forget, pray for us. I guess the, the biggest uh, uh, challenge uh, that I would like to leave with the listeners today, because mainly the listeners are North American uh, Christians, is that uh, you, would, uh, you would broaden your horizons for what God is doing around the world and ask yourself, what do I need to do to become more of a global Christian with a vision of reaching people to the ends of the earth. In other words, uh, is, it, is it only um, uh, giving financially uh, through the local church and through mission organizations? Uh, is it uh, only studying about it and um, hearing podcasts like this? But my personal responsibility of sharing the gospel, uh, whether you are in Kentucky or somewhere else, but you are an ambassador of Christ. And you, uh, it's so, I see so often that North Americans feel more comfortable in coming to Brazil to share the gospel when their next door neighbor has never heard from them the gospel. 
And so uh, you need to be an active witness for Christ where you are. Uh, and then uh, ask yourself as a global Christian, how can I impact the world? And that means that uh, uh, mission trips, that means uh, uh, that I need to pray for generations like millennials, Generation Z, uh, to become missionaries. Uh, you know, uh, Fernando still has probably about 30 more years doing this. I probably have less than that. Uh, but who's going to take our places? Um, you know, uh, that is something that, that concerns me every day, Paul. Who's going to take my place? I relate to the whole Brazilian Baptist structure here. The Lord has blessed me with a, a vote of confidence uh, from Brazilians. It takes a long time to develop that. Who's going to take our place? Só mais uma coisa. One more thing. Você jovem. You young person. Que está agora assistindo esse podcast. Uh, that are listening to this podcast. Quem sabe Deus está chamando você para vir para o Brasil. Who knows God may be calling you to Brazil. Venha ser missionário. Come be a missionary. Venha ser nosso missionário aqui. You can become a missionary here. E você vindo para cá, você pode ser missionário da nossa junta de missões nacionais. You as a North American can come and be a missionary with the Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board. Você vai investir sua vida aqui. You're going to invest your life here. Você pode trabalhar com outro missionário brasileiro. You can work alongside a Brazilian missionary. Na Amazônia. In the Amazon basin. No sul do Brasil. In South Brazil. Nas grandes cidades como São Paulo. In the big cities, mega cities like São Paulo. Você pode fazer o treinamento por internet. You can do our training on the internet. E trabalhar plantando igreja aqui no Brasil. And plant churches here in Brazil. E nossa junta de missões nacionais vai contratar você como missionário. And our uh, Brazilian Baptist Home Mission Board is going to hire you as a missionary. Você vai ser da minha equipe. You're going to be a part of our uh, staff. Você tem coragem de orar por isso? Uh, do you have courage to pray for this? De perguntar para Deus, Senhor, o Senhor me quer lá no Brasil? Uh, to pray uh, prayer, Lord. Uh, do you want me in Brazil? Deixa eu contar uma coisa para você, jovem. Let me share with you, young person. Deus criou você. Uh, God created you. Não foi para viver a rotina da vida. Uh, was not just for a routine of living life. Deus criou você para viver a glória dele. Uh, he created you to live the glory of God in your life. E a glória de Deus está na vontade de Deus. And the glory of God is found in the will of God. Coloque isso como propósito na sua vida. Uh, put that as a purpose in your life. Eu vou viver para a glória de Deus. I'm going to live for the glory of God. É a coisa mais extraordinária na vida it's viver para a glória de Deus. It's the greatest thing in the world to live for the glory of God. Come to Brazil. Come to Brazil. And e venha viver a glória de Deus aqui. Come to Brazil and live out the glory of God serving in Brazil. God bless you. See you. See you soon in Brazil. <laughs> amen and amen. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Fernando and Guy today. Please, as the Lord brings them to your mind, please pray for them. Pray for their families. Pray for the work that the Lord is doing in and through them there in Brazil. To hear more conversations like this, please subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow us on social media. Thanks again for listening to Amazon to the Himalayas. Thank you for joining us on Amazon to the Himalayas. This podcast is brought to you by the Billy Graham School at Southern Seminary. 
please visit our website, www.sbts.edu bgs, where you can subscribe to the show and learn more. Also, if you have found these conversations helpful, please leave us a comment or a review and encourage your friends to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more. This is Amazon to the Himalayas podcast.